0: Yes people, it's episode 218 of Griff's Brain Dump. it's me, Griff, obviously, how are you doing? We're straight into the pod, no plan, no notes, nothing to talk about, we're just going in, high energy, energy, that's what we're doing. Um, I'm sat in the, in the bedroom, in my bedroom, of my new ass, of the cafeteria. we've got the, got the painting done, as you heard me doing last week, so I'm now sat on the bed that I've made in my painted room. And uh, the wife's out on the walk, and um, I'm gonna see her chilling. Chilling today, well I say chilling, we've got things to do. Um, But I'm just doing a pod now on a Sunday, a sunny Easter Sunday. Um, It's funny, Easter isn't it? It's one of those, again, Christian holidays. I guess I'm culturally Christian. Guess you'd have to say. When it comes to Christmas, I'm gonna visit my family. When it comes to Easter, I'm gonna visit my family. I'm gonna visit my mum, I'm gonna demand fish. On a Friday, so I got fish, had saltfish fritters, had bream. Um, That was uh, that. Was planting some some dumplings, bun and cheese. Well, I haven't actually had any bun and cheese. My wife's eating all the bun. Um, Buller cake, got hardo bread. Is we've gone full Jamaican, Um, and I've just been overeating soup. I don't forget soup as well. So um, yeah, man, soup. That's when I, soup was, um. I remember I was, what, year nine at school, so 14, and I found out that casserole was a soup, purely because I had an English teacher, he was a Greek guy, yeah, and he used to live, he asked me, like, it was odd, he asked me, oh, are you, uh, is your is your mum Jamaican? And I was like, yeah, why? And he goes, oh, because I used to live with this Jamaican lady, Like used, to, and like, uh, okay, and he goes, no, not like in a relationship, and I was like, okay, didn't need to clear that up, but whatever. Uh, but I did assume relationship, but all right. And he goes, yeah, she used to make this lovely casserole. And I was like, casserole? I, I was like, I don't know what casserole is, sir. Like, My mum doesn't make any casserole. Because uh, I thought casserole was like a pastry and meat dish. You know, like a, like a beef wellington. I thought that was a kind of casserole. But I realised casserole is a soup. And with uh, was soup with big bits of food in it. And I was like, I guess technically that is a casserole. I just call that soup. Um, I'd also call what comes in a tin. Heinz you know cream of chicken or cream of mushroom I'd also call that a soup but there'd be something in my intonation that would let someone else know what soup I meant and I said do you have any soup you know so um he said, yeah he goes does, does she make this lovely uh, casserole because yeah. it has all these things like you know, sweet potatoes potatoes dumplings yam. And I was like oh soup and then he's like uh yeah I guess it is a soup <laughs> Um, and when he came to parents eve evening, he kind of like to skirted over my English. Even though I got an E in my mock exam, my GCSE mock, I got an E. And this guy wanted to skirt over that because he wanted to talk to my mum about bloody soup. Um, but no, I've got a B, I've got a B in my GCSE English, so it's all right. Um, yeah, so we've got soup as well. So it's just been eating, 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 and just enjoying the weather. So I'm going to go to Screw Fix today didn't realize that that's shut on the Easter Sunday Um so I've just got stuff ordered there's some screws because the bloody curtain rail came loose from the wall that's what happens man as soon as you buy something it starts falling apart um, so I've got some screws, I need to get a drill that's on order, I need to get some wall plugs, I didn't know that's what they're called Wall plugs, I thought it was a wall plug and wall plug is also acceptable but um, raw, R A W L, raw plugs. Um, I'm not sure if it was named after like a guy called you know Rawl, and he, he created these plugs, but that's what they are. But wall plug is also acceptable. You wouldn't make an ass of yourself. If you walk into Screwfix or B and Q and say, "I'm looking for wall plugs." Don't know what you're talking about. But um, I just always thought I was missing hearing someone saying wall. Um, yeah so rule rule plugs you get those and you get a new toilet seat because our toilet seat broke downstairs do you ever know you could break a toilet seat a plastic toilet seat just snapped not not at the joint or anything just right in the middle so i'm not sure someone assumed it was a slow close lid or i don't know i don't know what they thought was happening but they broke it these damn crazies broke the toilet seat um what else we had We had the washing machine come um, the fridge come which reminds me I need to message Curry's because it's got a few scratches on the front, I'm not bothered by the scratches but Naomi is uh, Naomi is like her skill set for complaining and and uh, you know getting things done from companies is a really wasted skill set she has like obviously it serves her in her personal life but I mean I've worked with business managers who don't have the skill to get things done. Like it's the skill in negotiations to get things done. I've seen it with sales people, seen it with customer service. I'll give you an example, right? So we're leaving Sky. We've got Sky internet It's dreadful. It was dreadful in the flat and it's even worse. It's dreadful, duh. It's dreadful in the house, Yeah. So we're moving to virgin now we've got a contract that doesn't it's an 18 month contract doesn't end until october so me now i'm approaching that discussion as if to go i don't want any charges when i leave that's all i'm going in that's the position i'm going in my mind thinking i'm trying not to pay any charges when we leave if we could leave without any charges that's a win for me not my wife nope she's going in there going i've been a customer for x amount of years your service is rubbish I want something <laughs> I'm leaving and I want something so um, she she got us to leave and then we're not paying any exit charges um, but we do have to pay like one month of of the bill because of when the, t- the cancellation time comes she wasn't having that she's like no. Nah, well I want to speak to someone else I want to complain to them because I don't want to pay anything. And I'm there, like, in the background, going, just take the deal. Take the deal. (laughs) She's like, nah. So I respect it. She's definitely got, like, a higher appetite for, um, don't say conflict because she's not argumentative, but I'm definitely, like, way more laid back when it comes to, like, disagreements with third parties. And stuff so even with like the scratches on the fridge uncles let it go she's like nah you should get some off it's a brand new fridge why is there scratches i'm like i just want a fridge scratches i didn't even notice till you point them out to me so now i've got a complaint to to curries and i just won't have the vim in it but here's the thing though i have no vim in, in it, because i'm doing a podcast this is odd i have no vim when i'm talking um, and I'm complaining about something. My skill set is in writing. I will write a very strong email. Okay, a very strongly worded email. That's that's me. Letters, emails. That's when I sound like a bad man. Um, that's just through my from my job. Just through all my work experience is how I just conduct myself in emails. I'm very to the point. No fluff. Um, very informative but it's short and concise and um, that's how I send my emails right and um, so when I send the email I'll get things done but if but what used to happen at work sometimes I'll send the email that someone will call me and I'll recognize the number is from the e- to person just emailed. them I'm, I'm not picking up because my email would be like you know like dear John uh, further to your email dated 19th of of uh, March 2011 2021 um, know i have to disagree with with the points you've made for the following reasons and then i'll be referring to like legal acts or be referring to their own contracts their documents and stuff one on on the third of december you said this and your colleague said that on this date which would mean that we have this option or that option so come back to me and which option you think is it's the way forward and neither option good for them right that's that's all i am but then if they ring me straight away i'm like oh hi john you right? yeah how you doing yes yeah, it's a hot day isn't it yeah like I'm, I'm just too friendly on on the call like i've lost all of the strength of the email my email was like a sword and then the phone call i'm just like stroking their back <laughs> it's not a strong negotiation point so where she's I'm not sure if she's the other way. I'm not sure what she's like writing emails, but definitely um, on the phone she she gets stuff done. So I need to um, need to call Currys. Fridge just about fitted in as well. That was nerve wracking. You know you do your measurements and stuff, but still to squeeze it just in. But um, so we've got that. Uh, I've got kitchen doors to come soon. That's delayed. So again, that's nothing. She's like you should complain about that. And I'm like, nah, that one. I'm like, no, nah, I have no issue complaining about this one. I'm I'm amped to complain about this. Um, reason being is because we tried to cancel these kitchen doors and they said no, you can't cancel. They're already been made. I was like, Ah, oh, okay, mate. Like the day, like the same day, they're like, no, nah, they're already in production. You can't cancel them. I was like, come on. He's like, no, nope. they're on their way. He said, oh, brilliant. See them on the thirty first. Lo and behold, thirty first of March comes. There's no doors. They haven't even left Ireland yet. Now they're trying to blame EU. Trying to blame Brexit. Yeah, you know, because they're trying to get them into the country. Get out of my face. Like, come on. Now, nah, we tried to cancel this. You've, you've longed this out. So, i got to get something off. Them. I want some money back. I want something back. Um, what else has been going on this week? I've well, been ordering things and just... Building furniture as well. Built chest of drawers from Ikea. Built a um, TV unit as well. Um, and we've gone back to aerial TV, people. It is nuts. Scheduled programming. Because we've got no box, no skybox, no virgin box, nothing. We've got Netflix on, on, the, on the TV. But we haven't got um, anything else. Just normal TV like your free view channels right and um, that's a madness because when the show starts at seven and ends at eight it starts at seven ends at eight you're watching all the adverts and if you miss something guess what you've missed it there's no rewinding it there's no pausing it it's just it was it's nostalgia if you could do i need to go to the toilet i'm gonna wait till the break then i'm gonna rush to the toilet oh i fancy a drink i'm gonna wait till the break go get a drink and there's no chat, chit-chat in, in the show now. No, we just got to sit there in silence and watch the show. Because you can't be like, what did they just say? Mm-mm. Nah, it's gone. It's bloody gone. So um, so that's been interesting to get back into as well. We realise how little's on TV as well. But um, uh, yeah, what else has been going on this week? I mean, I haven't followed anything in the news. Um, I mean, nothing. I, don't, I haven't followed anything going on the news. Not even on, like, a kind of gossip front or celebrity chit-chat. I don't know if... I'm, I mean, DMX, he's overdosed. I've got a glimpse of that, but I know so little about that when I want to talk about it. I know they may be dying soon. Um, but I know very little of that. So, my comments would just be either misplaced. or might be bang on the nose. I don't know. Um, there's no struggle with drug addiction before um and although you shouldn't laugh at people's stories when they're high um, he still has one of my favorite stories ever of when he when he got arrested for um, impersonating an FBI officer and um, he's impersonating an FBI officer outside I think it's like JFK airport and he tried to commandeer someone's vehicle under the guise of being an FBI agent and then the person was like, I don't believe you're an FBI agent. Uh, so DMX pistol whipped him. And then when he was asked why he pistol whipped him, he was like, because he disrespected my authority. And yeah. there's like, oh, but hold on, DMX, you're not an actual FBI officer. He goes, yeah, but he didn't know that. And because he didn't know that, he should have obeyed my orders. <laughs> oh, he's a madman. So that's, that's a real character. Um, I remember seeing, I think he was in the same interview, actually, where he was talking about Drake. They were talking about different, um, different rappers and stuff. And he like, oh, do you like, I think he said, do you like Rick Ross? So people say he's like the next Biggie. He's like, well, he's fat like Biggie. You know what I mean? he mean? He might be big like Biggie, but he doesn't rap like Biggie. And I go, what about Lil Wayne? He's like, yeah, no, Lil Wayne is right. He's all right. Yeah, he, he's cool. Wayne's right." Hey, what about Drake? Nope. Hate him. Hate him. Hate his face. Hate his haircut. That was <laughs> <laughs> no, not this guy. So, um, yeah. He'll, um, I mean, he's not dead yet. So, I was about to say he'll be missed. But, um, from, like I said, the briefing I saw, it, um, it doesn't seem like it's going to work out well for the man. Um, but what else? What else has been going on? For, um, I saw some dilemma in some group I don't know your thoughts about this dilemma let's see a man g- gave a mother of his child six hundred dollars for school supplies and school clothes uh, but the man found out that his baby mum had split the money three ways with her other two kids that are not his the man had found out confront her about it but she had explained her reason that her other two baby daddies. The other two baby days didn't give anything for their children so it wouldn't be fair for one child to have nice things and the others didn't the man was mad and told her that it's not his responsibility to look out for the other two kids that aren't his whose side are y'all on so let me let me uh, rephrase that just so to summarize it quickly so the man and the woman have had a kid together split up he gives her maintenance money but she spends that money on the other two kids as well as their kid, and these two kids aren't his. So he gives six hundred dollars instead of his child getting six hundred. His child gets two hundred. Another child gets two hundred. Another child gets two hundred to buy stuff for the kids. And I'm reading like the the back and forth on this stuff, and it just it does seem to just fall straight on gender lines. Guys are like nah, he he should be mad. She's taking the mick. That the kids aren't my problem and the women on the other side are going, They're all my kids, if that's the only means of income I have then how am I just gonna look after one kid, not all three of them? And stuff. And it's just like you when read these situations, it's like is this anyone's actual life? And then I think, Oh it must be some people's lives but my thing would be like just um one just dad just take custody of the kid. If he only wants to pay for one kid, take custody of the child and then there you go. You don't have to worry about the other two kids. How about that? If it really bothers you that much, I mean, does it make a difference if the kids are older than his kids? So he knows. So when he got with her, he knew that she had two kids already. you know? Knows that they were the dads of those kids were a bit deadbeat, or is it the other, or what if the two kids are younger? That's a real change of that situation, isn't it? You have a kid with someone, you split up, and then they have more kids with other people. That's actually crazy because yeah, you end up having like just a madness going on in your house. Well, not in your house, in the house where your kid is, your kid's being raised. You thought you was leaving your kid in one situation, and now she's got, she's had a kid with like an absolute nutcase of a bloke. Could be abusive, whatever. Yeah, it's nuts. And then you ask the question: Would you rather that guy be into that, involved in? Their kids' life and therefore in your kids' life vicariously, or do you just want him gone? Then would you pay money for that to happen? So, yeah, I know it's all those questions there, but I can understand why it'd be galling for the guy to not want to pay. Like, I understand why he wouldn't want to pay, but I also understand the mother looking after her kids, she's got to look after all of her kids, innit? They may not all be his, but they are all hers, so it'd be strange for her to just be like, eh, don't mind yeah um, I mean what else is going on today I mean today I mean in the world um, I mean I played football played football Thursday played football twice on Thursday once yesterday and I played football today as well and guess what my knees are mash up <laughs> especially my left knee oh my god the weakness in this knee. So I need to do some strengthening exercises. Like. ASAP. Because I feel like this knee is going to just explode. Um, but yeah. Oh, wow. I've just, just seen something. I'm not sure if this is real. I need to check if. Uh, I, I need to check if this is real or not. So I just read. Like, wait. Before I even say it. Let me let me go to Twitter and find out if this is real. Cause this is probably some of the funniest most self centered shit I've ever seen. You know someone's trying to be um trying to be like considerate But um Let's see. What? Wait, sorry. So I'm just I'm, i so basically, share tweeted about George Floyd. I'm trying to see if this is actually a real a real tweet or not. I think it might be. Hmm. I think she was just trying to be cool actually but anyway let me just find it so I can't find the actual original tweet which is annoying the the shit out of me but um right I think she may have deleted it that's why I can't find it, which is a shame but here's the tweet from share. I mean you know share I love, love? that share. She um, was talking with mum and she said, I watched the trial of the policeman who killed George Floyd, George Floyd and cried. I said, Mum, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I keep thinking maybe if I'd been there, I could have helped. And now Twitter is going in on her saying, Why are you making this about you? See how weird Twitter is? That all she would have said is just God, if she was there. She feels like she could have helped. I'm not saying she actually would have. Um, That's a different thing. But, I mean, it's okay for her to be upset at George Floyd being murdered, right? I think most people are shocked that Cher's mom's still alive. I think that's a big shock because I don't know how old Cher is. Cher's like about 97 in my head. Cher's about 97, but she doesn't look it. How old is Cher? I'm just going to say 60. 67, that's a guess. 74. I mean, yeah, she's had work done, but... There you go. But yeah. See, um, people just tearing into her. But now she's... uh, She's wearing some long... Some long... It's a long Twitter rants, really though. She's going whites can no longer stand on the sidelines. We must stand in solidarity with our black brothers and sisters in every Ku Klux Klan state. We must stop racist GOP lawmakers from total domination of America. A destruction of Democrats. We must stop GOP bigots from taking America back to Jim Crow days. There you go. And then she's just going off for one. Wow, seems like shit's up. Someone's got into go into shares head there. Um, right. Anyway, I've clearly ran out of things to talk about, so let's get on to some dear Deirdre because uh, chatting crap. Um, actually, before I do that, let me just check on the Newcastle Tottenham score. Still two one to Tottenham, which makes me feel like Tottenham going to lose three two. Um, right. Let's get. Dear... Deirdre. Uh, dear Deirdre, my partner has been doing the dirty on me with an older, fatter, uglier woman. Oh dear, dear Deirdre, I'm gutted to learn my partner has been doing the dirty on me, but even more sick and to pitch him... pitch him having his sordid way with this older, fatter, uglier other woman. Um... I'm not sure if it makes it better or worse right I guess yeah I guess it makes it worse I guess there's a part of you that as hurt as you are your brain can still take a step back and go yeah I mean I'll I'll get it you know what I mean you have to be able to look at the other person like yeah I mean I'm still upset but I'll get it Um, I found out about his repulsive secret because he when he finally called time on it after more than a year this woman was furious and sent me intimate shots of him in her bedroom and um, plenty of these were clearly taken during sex sessions. How does someone just grab for a camera and just start taking photos? Mad. I've known about the affair for six months, but it still turns my stomach and I want to forgive him, but I'm struggling. I'm 31. My man is 35. We have daughters of six and one. When I first confronted him, he admitted they had sex, but only the ones. Unfortunately for him I could see by the multiple dates on the pictures she had sent me that they did it over and over again. I'm furious he was unfaithful but why did he have to go with someone so gross? Um, I take a lot of care of my appearance and I think I'm in good shape. Since I found out about my partner's dirty double life I I now won't let him as much as put his hands on me. To be honest since our youngest... Was born. We haven't had much action in the bedroom. I haven't had the energy or interest, and have been feeling low. And he has a high sex drive. I have suggested we marry to make a commitment. Uh, don't don't marry. Your marrying will not fix this. You have some kind of issue here. Don't just marry. Uh, but he thinks that old. He thinks that's old fashioned. He's he's even asked if I would consider an open marriage or even swing. Um, wait a minute. Yep. Yeah. Recording my pod. Oh. Why did you wash up? Because I'm um, still recording, I uh, went had a shower first, and then I'm going to wash up after. Anything else? Right. Well, I'm going to do it. Back. Um, he didn't even know I went, so I don't know why I said back. Cause I guess I made it obvious that I disappeared. Anyway, so I um, haven't the energy. Where were we? Um, that's how I suggest we married to make the commitment, but I, but he thinks that's old fashioned. He even asked if I would consider an open marriage or even swing, which are which are absolutely not my idea of a good time. He told me that he misses sex. But how can I pretend I want it? Well, there you go. You're not compatible because it isn't like he's a. He hasn't approached you with his issue. But um, the question is, why don't you want it? Do you not want it because, is it like a hormone change? Because since you had the baby. Um, are you not attracted to him anymore? Like, what? What's your reason? Um. Oh, it might be to do that you're hurt that he cheated on you with some old ugly heifer. <laughs> it might be that. I don't know. So you need to kind of discuss that and get through that. Now, why did he pick someone that was older, uglier, fatter than you? Because men are dirty, we're horrible, um, and that's that's just it, really. That's just it, um, and I guess most men we can um, you have a uh, level your head where you can think sensibly and straight and then there's a level of kind of beauty and temptation where you can't think sensibly and straight and then you just have to remove yourself from that situation as a guy. Whereas your husband sounds like he, uh, that level just dropped really low. <laughs> that now he slept with Pam. That's her name, Pam, definitely Pam. Or Pat. Pam or Pat. But where do you go from here? Um, I don't want to lose my family. That you got to make your choice, really. You can't actually move this relationship forward and leave it because you can't just have this guy who came to you with his issue. Then you didn't want to address that issue. He steps out. That's created another issue. And you both there just not want to resolve it. You're just stuck there just punishing each other, punishing yourself, punishing each other. What's the point? What's the actual point? Just let it go. Um, let's see what's next one. Mm, fickle friend. My best friend has got back in touch after her 15-year marriage broke down. Right. Did she stop being in touch because she chose her man, her marriage, over you? Or did you were you the single friend who wanted her to continue coming out, but he didn't accept that she's kind of married now, so that isn't what she does? Let's see what it is. I'm going to guess... It's she, the first one. I don't reckon you're that stupid. Let's see. Anyway, dear Diggs, my best friend has got back in touch after her 15-year marriage broke down. I was excited to hear from her, but also felt conflicted because she dumped me when she met her husband, moving away and not bothering to stay in contact. See, there you go. Did she dump you? She moved away. And when she didn't bother staying in contact, did you contact her? That's always annoying because oh, you didn't. You never call me. When did you call me? I call you all the time. No, you don't. You obviously don't call me en- enough because if you called me more, you'd speak to me enough. Every time you call, I pick up. I just don't call you. That's always a weird one. I want someone to talk to me, but I don't want to call them. I don't want to initiate the conversation, but I want them to initiate with me. Why? If you want to talk to someone, call them. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, um, it wasn't the first time she'd abandoned me. Uh, with each new relationship, she would forget about me. We're both 43. I feel bad because her husband has been cheating on her. But I'm unsure about how to handle her bowling back into my life. I still feel hurt. She can't drive and wants me to drive to where she lives so we can catch up. Nah, that's annoying. Your friend sounds really annoying. Um, you used to say, look, Skype, innit? I mean, Zoom. Zoom call. um, Whatever. Microsoft Teams meeting if you want, but don't drive down there. That's long. You're going to drive miles just for her to piss you off because she hasn't changed as a person. Nah. Nah. Don't do it. Just talk to her over, over Zoom. Have a Zoom coffee, a cake, and just don't leave your house. Don't even put on trousers for this person. 15 years. And haven't reached out to you but the fact that she's reached out to you after 15 years shows that you're still a vital friend in her mind maybe that's just how she does friendship I think sometimes in life we just have to accept people for the way they are not the way we think they should be then we kind of stop having so much disappointment in our head you've seen that this your friend drops you whenever she's in a relationship but is it a thing where she drops you does she drop everyone that she knows when she enter, enters a relationship she one of those people? Maybe she just drops you. Maybe you're the fit friend. That one ex boyfriend when she was 15 said, Oh, she's fit. And then in her head, that's had a rattled so you can never be around when she has a boyfriend or a husband. You know, you've never done anything. To, you don't even know that that guy even said that, but you're being punished for it. You just don't know. So you sometimes you've got to just let people have their problems in it. Anyway, down and out. Even with lockdown lifting, I won't bounce back financially or psychologically. Ugh. Even with restrictions set to ease I'm worried I won't bounce back financially or psychologically the past year has hit us hard I'm a hairdresser and my wife is a reflexologist that just sounds like not a lot of money's coming in Um, we've hardly been able to work I'm 30 and she's 31 we have gone through our savings now I've had to ask my family to bail us out it's humiliating and I'm not coping in some ways we are lucky at least we had savings to fall back on yeah I mean definitely but I hear the stress like that that's a valid reason to feel stressed so whew, what, what can you do what can you do because like I can't said go get some help because that costs money as well right I think you got to just let go your fa- your family and friends wouldn't have bailed you out if they didn't actually love you or wanted to do it um so you just gotta to have to accept you've got good friends and family pay them back that will make you feel better as well but don't put yourself on insane pressure to pay them back but do pay them back that like make that a priority to pay them back but don't kill yourself to do it don't try to do it super quick just you know let them know I'm gonna pay you back and they're gonna go yeah, it's totally fine it's totally fine you know you take your time Jake I've given you the name Jake you take your time Jake it's all right and you take your time you make those repayments and once you do that then you know then you can start thinking about building up your savings but sometimes you just got to just let it go that was the reason why you had savings in case something happened rainy day fund so don't beat yourself up for for using your savings you should be patting yourself on the back that you had savings like you said you could have had nothing and you'd have been destitute you just out on you know out on your ass so try to look it like that try to look at the positives um, right next one um, last one. Right, like, I can't find love. Okay, let's see. So my kind son has got so much to offer, but he can't get a girlfriend. Who say this? Is this is this is a mum. Is mum talking about, or is this a dad talking about his son? Imagine if a mum would say something like that. Anyway, my son has so much to offer, but he can't find a girlfriend. He's kind, considerate, and conscientious. He's got a good job as an electrician. He's in the local choir, and he's a scout leader. That, that's why he can't get a girlfriend, because he's in the local choir and a scout leader. He, he went from alpha male tattoo, asymmetrical haircut, button, top button done up. But my name's Steve. I'm an electrician. Sparky. My mates call me Sparky. Dad, pub, football team called me Sparky. And the girl's like, oh he's a bit of rough. I like a bit of rough. And then he's like, I'm also in the choir, um, and I'm a scout leader. And it's like, okay, so what are you trying to do, are you trying to be on a register? Like what what are you trying to do right now? You trying to double down on being on the register. Maybe that's why your son can't find a girlfriend because he's uh, he's not into to girls. <laughs> that is wild what I just said. <laughs> Oh God! Ah, we're here though. We're here. We're here. Um, how old is he? He's twenty, and he's told me that he would love to meet someone, but he doesn't know how. He, he, he needs to stop hanging out with with, with Christians and kids. Actually, do you know what i say. He just says local choir. I just say church choir. This is even weirder you just i've never heard of a choir man i've heard the choir boys what choir no nah, of course there's men in choirs what am i talking about you've got like the welsh guys who've so got those like really cool voices anyway i'm 55 i'm his fifty five year old dad and worried he's gonna end up like my sister who's in her 60s and has never had a relationship that is mad how are you never had a relationship but i can more so believe Nah, actually, I can't believe women not having a relationship. I can't believe anyone not having a relationship. That is nuts. I mean, yeah, I guess that does happen though, right? But you got to get to a point where you just drop all of your, your standards. Because I feel like everyone could be in a relationship if they just drop their standards. Or change them, at least. Don't to drop them, but at least change them. Just a little bit. A little tweak. And then you can get into a relationship. Surely. He spent loads of time on dating sites and hasn't had one date. What does this guy look like? A lot of people think he's a loner and he doesn't have as he doesn't have a circle of friends, but he craves company. How can I help him? Yeah, so look, I can't lie. This guy sounds like a nice guy. He's twenty years old, but if I had if I worked for a twenty-year-old who was a scout leader and was in the choir, I'm not introducing him to any girls I know. He, he's not even come to any pub with me. There's, um, he's a bit of an odd guy. He needs to start doing things that other people like doing. You Don't be true to yourself. If you want to find love, mate, if you want to find company, don't stay true to yourself. Just start finding the things that everyone else likes doing and then you start doing them as well. Alright? Right so get down a pub, watch football, drink some pints, do a line of coke, do some ketamine, get into a fight, eat a kebab, or go vegan, whatever has the most people doing the thing at the time, you just sell out and you just do that. You eat a kebab, the next day you realise everyone's vegan, be vegan. Yeah, you drunk and you done coke, then you realise that actually that group of people are really anti-drugs, then you don't do drugs. You just keep on just just don't be true to yourself and just keep on just looking for happiness in other places that's because you're not i would never give that as advice but you're just not going to find a girlfriend in a choir or at scouts more so the choir but definitely not scouts no girl is no woman i know is trying to be the scout they there you go newcastle to just equalize i knew news gonna happen I'm not even watching the game, but I just know my team so well. then It's a bloody arsenal player online. Perfect. Ton shit. Anyway, um that's <laughs> I think mean, that's the end of the pod. I've got things to do in the house. Gotta build a desk, gotta build some other drawers, gotta go back to the flat, pick up some stuff. And that's it. Alright, people, that's the end of the pod. Peace.